All right, what's going on, people? I'm here today because I think I need to really have a nice discussion about some of the things that's been happening in the recent chapters of the One Piece manga, you know? I feel like there's been a lot of disrespect going on in the One Piece community, you know, towards my girl, Ball Hancock. People have been really making these crazy claims that Kobe, this scrub-ass dude, is going to end up defeating Hancock, and I take... Some pretty big offense to that because I don't see it happening. Like, I don't I don't know why people came up with this conclusion that he's gonna be the one to beat her, but I don't see it happening. So I've I got a few points here that I wanna go down to really explain why I don't see him defeating her. And also at the end of this, um at the end of this little discussion, I also have a little theory for you guys. So let's get into it, man. First first of all. I, first thing I always got I have to mention is that Kobe is only a rear admiral, bro. He's a rear admiral. Like Boa Hancock was straight fodderizing Momonga and Smoker, two vice admirals, and she was fodderizing them, which means she's way above their level. How the hell you think a rear admiral is gonna be able to beat her? You know, I see some people talking about, oh, Kobe, he needs this, he needs this win to prove his strength. And I'm like, yo, like, bro, Kobe has only been in the Marines for what, two years? He needs, he's talking about he needs to prove his strength so that he can get promotions and go up to higher ranks because his goal is to be an admiral. Like, bro, he's been in the Marines for two years. There's some Marines that have been in there for years upon years, their whole lives, like 20, 30 years, and they've only, not, and they spent all that time trying to get to their level. Like, Kobe's been in there for two years, bro. Give him some time. He's not going to be defeating Hancock and getting this big-ass promotion. Like, no. I mean, if you really think about it, what feats have we really seen from Kobe? Like, the only real feat that we've seen from this dude is him being able to destroy some torpedo and fodderize some random dudes in a damn submarine. That's it. That's it. Pre-time skip, bro, Kobe was getting one shot by Luffy when he was exhausted from fighting through Impel Down and Marine Ford. He, Luffy was literally exhausted, beaten, battered, anything you want to say. And Kobe got one-shotted by this man. This, this man got one-shotted by Luffy. Boa Hancock is way stronger than pre-time skip Luffy. Now, I know you might want to say that Kobe got stronger over the time skip. Yeah, he did. But did he really get strong enough to bridge that gap to where he was getting one shot by Luffy pre-time skip? And now he's going to be defeating Boa Hancock? Like, Boa wasn't just a little stronger than Luffy. She was way stronger than him. Like, this same Luffy who was exhausted and tired and he was able to one shot Kobe couldn't even put, a, like, a bit of damage on a pacifist. It took him, Zoro, and Sanji just to damage a pacifist. All three of them combined. And Hancock was able to one-shot pacifists easily. <laughs> like, literally, the combined powers of the three strongest Straw Hat members wasn't even equal to that of, of Hancock alone. And this was base, base kick. Like, this was just simple kicks of Hancock. This wasn't, like, any of her, like, special attacks. Like, I don't see how, how Kobe can... Kobe, current Kobe is not stronger than... 
all three of the strongest pre-time skip straw hats combined. I don't see him doing that. Like, he can't beat all three of them, but Hancock probably could because she was destroying pacifists with a single kick. Easy. Like, Hancock is, is way stronger than him, man. Like... was literally doing these things while she wasn't even trying like bro the disrespect is so real like if you see any other characters in one piece and they're accomplishing these feats while not even trying people will be hyping them up saying crazy all these crazy shit about him but when it comes to hancock she gets no hype she gets no credit she does all this shit while she's not even breaking a sweat and she gets no credit if you ask me i think hancock is honestly one of the stronger of the shichibukai like, I think she's probably up there with Doflamingo and, and, and Weeble, which we don't really know Weeble's strength, but I think he's pretty strong. So I would say Hancock is probably right up there with those guys. Like, I don't really see anything that, that would make her weaker than them. Like, if you look at her versus Doflamingo, for example, what's the real difference that we can see between Hancock and Doflamingo? They both have all three types of hockey. And if you want to compare their levels of hockey... We've actually seen Hancock's sisters using advanced armaments hockey. So, Hancock is stronger than her sisters. So, she probably has advanced armaments as well. Not to mention, if she knows about advanced hockey forms, then she probably has maybe advanced observation and maybe advanced conquerors. Doflamingo didn't have any of that. He didn't even have advanced armaments, which we, we can probably infer that Hancock does have. So... In my opinion, I would say that Hancock might even be stronger than Doflamingo. Yeah, I think she might be stronger than him. Like, Doflamingo was a pretty tough bastard, don't get me wrong. But just having advanced armament alone, I think, would put Hancock on a higher level than Doflamingo. Now, if you take into account their physical attributes, I would say that Hancock is more agile than Doflamingo. The way she fights is a lot more smooth. She moves around more eloquently, you know. And when it comes to speed, I would say, in my opinion, I think they're about on the same level. If you see Hancock in Marine Forward, she was going around blitzing all these dudes, Marines and Pirates. They couldn't even react to to her attacks. And obviously, they were fodder, but I've never seen Doflamingo blitz a whole bunch of dudes like that like most of the time when doflamingo was fighting he was either walking or he was standing he wasn't really blitzing people like that he was either taking attacks and 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 walking around or he was standing or he maybe was flying in the air and that's where most of his speed would come from is when he was flying in the air but when he was on ground he wasn't really blitzing people like that hancock was and not to mention if hancock has advanced observation hockey that would probably put her on a on a not better speed than Doflamingo, but better reaction speed. You know, the only thing I see Doflamingo really having above Hancock is durability, and the only reason that he has that above her is because we haven't seen Hancock's durability. Literally, Hancock has gone throughout the entire series without taking a lick of damage from anybody. Now, obviously, Doflamingo has been in more fights. He's he's been str- fighting stronger characters. So when we see Hancock in a real fight, it, that might change. We might get to actually gauge her durability, but 
that might go for her as well because if we do get to see her durability and she has a lot of durability and she has some strong ass arm in hockey, then <laughs> then that would put her even farther above Doflamingo. So I don't really see I don't really see how people think that Doflamingo is so much stronger than her. In my opinion, I would say that Doflamingo is about first Yonko commander level to about second Yonko commander level. Because in all honesty, I don't think Doflamingo could beat Cracker in a fight. A lot of people a lot of people might put him above Cracker. I don't think he could beat Cracker in a fight. Because if you look at their abilities, I think Cracker he's waste he's he's physically stronger than Doflamingo because Doflamingo wasn't able to he wasn't even able to counter Gear 4 Luffy like if him and Gear 4 Luffy would clash, Gear 4 Luffy would break through his attacks every single time. Whereas with Cracker, he was actually able to clash with Gear 4 and actually stop Gear 4's attacks. So that puts him on a physical on a physical basis above Doflamingo. Now with speed, Doflamingo was once again getting blitzed by Gear 4. Cracker was able to keep up with Gear 4. He wasn't he wasn't blitzing Gear 4, but he was able to keep up a lot better than Doflamingo. So Cracker, I give him the slight advantage in speed. And now when it comes to durability, obviously Doflamingo has way higher durability than Cracker. But with Cracker with Cracker's uh biscuit ability, I think he has the perfect ability to take on Doflamingo because you know Doflamingo, he's mostly his attacks are very are very long range. You know, they come at you from all directions. But with Cracker, with that suit of armor he has, and with so many being able to create so many suits of armor at one time, I feel like he could take the attacks and kind of blitz Doflamingo and get in there and, you know, hit him with a few attacks and take him down. The only way Doflamingo will be able to beat Cracker is if he can use his awakening to get rid of all the biscuit soldiers, hit Cracker a few times, and tell Cracker, you know, can't take the damage anymore. But that's to say if cracker doesn't keep on making these biscuit soldiers and just keep on using them to take the attacks while he himself is blitzing doflamingo and hitting him it'd be a lot harder for doflamingo to beat cracker now with hancock i think she would have an easier time to defeating cracker i would put hancock on second yonko commander level i would say she's right above first on par with second and if we find out more about her she might even be higher than that Maybe like right on the first Yonko Commander level. Hancock would have an easier time beating Cracker for a couple reasons. A, her ability. Like I already said, her physical stats are just about on par with Doflamingo's. But with her ability, her ability is, I wouldn't say it's better than Doflamingo's per se, but I think it's a lot more suited to fighting someone like Cracker. Because with the way she can turn anything to stone. A lot of people like to say, oh... Uh, her ability has to, you have to be attracted to her. That's completely wrong. It's only the, the beam that she uses, the Meryl Meryl beam that has to have that attraction shit to it. With her other attacks, with her kicks, she can kick and just turn you to stone like that. With her slave arrows and her pistol kiss, you just turn to stone. Like she usually, she used her slave arrows to turn cannonballs to stone. So if unless cannonballs are attracted to Hancock, then that means that those attacks don't <laughs> have that requirement, all right? So she can still turn people to stone without them being attracted to her. With, with, with a cracker, literally, she could just fire off those slave arrows, turn every single one of his biscuit soldiers to stone. And if one of them just so happens to hit him, he's turning to stone too. Hancock has the 
has that one one hit kill ability where if she hits you, you turn to stone, and that's period. You can't depetrify yourself. Only she can do that. She's the only one who can depetrify you. So if you get hit, it's over. You better not get hit by her attack. So it's like the only real knock against Hancock is her durability. We haven't seen. We haven't even seen her true physical stats because everything she's been doing has been casual. And her casual feats put her on par with guys like Doflamingo and way above guys like Crocodile. Like Crocodile was getting beaten up by No Gears Luffy. Hancock would never get beaten up by No Gears Luffy. So it's like she's, she's, she's pretty strong. Even Jinbei was like stalemating with No Gears Luffy. I don't see Hancock stalemating with No Gears Luffy because like I said, She's way stronger than she's way she's strong that she's way stronger than him through feats. Another thing you have to remember is that Hancock was the longest tenured of all the Shichibukai. So that means that she got that position first before anybody. I think they said she got it when she was 18. So that means if she got it first. And Doflamingo is, right now, he's 10 years older than Hancock. Hancock is 31, Doflamingo is 41. So she was offered the position before Doflamingo, but yet Doflamingo was a pirate before her. Doflamingo had already been roaming the seas. Hancock just went into the Grand Line, and they offered her the position before Doflamingo, which means that the Marines saw Hancock as being a powerful ally or a threat before they saw Doflamingo as such. She got that position before he did. So it, it, that just goes to show you that she, she's, she was more recognized throughout the world than Doflamingo at a younger age. And w- another thing is you got to remember, Hancock grew up on Amazon Lily. She, the, 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 the residents of Amazon Lily, the Kuja Pirates, they're known for like, even the base Kuja Pirates know how to use simple hockey. She, that's what she grew up around, that even the base pirates knew how to use simple hockey. So that means that the that the the more elder members of that crew, they knew, like, been to advanced hockey. So Hancock has grown up around this shit. She's probably been at, practicing at her hockey since she was a kid, over, like, 20 years. Though Flamingo, yeah, he awakened his hockey when he was young, too, but he wasn't really around, like, super-duper hockey users like that. Him and Vir- Virgo is probably the best hockey user on his crew, and him and Virgo were around the same age, so they probably learned their hockey together. Diamante, Pika, Trebo, they were older, but they didn't they weren't really hockey masters like that. Hancock grew up in a tribe that knew how to use hockey. Not to mention she knew Rayleigh, so she probably maybe got some training from him as well. So <laughs> if she got the training from Rayleigh just like Luffy did, her hockey definitely has to be better than Doflamingo's. Like, I think Hancock is without a doubt stronger than Doflamingo. I say Doflamingo is about first to second, maybe, maybe second Yonko Commander level. And Hancock is like second Yonko Commander level. Maybe if we get more feats for her, she could be bumped up to first. I won't say she's first Yonko Commander level now because Katsukuri is a fucking monster. But if she gets more feats, she could probably be bumped up to that. And if we do get to see this fight that she's about to have, which I don't think we're going to get to see it because, you know, Oda likes to skip over shit. But if she does get to have this fight, we might get those feats for her. So we'll see. Um, another argument that people try and try and uh, give for Kobe is that he was trained by Garp. 
and Garp should have boosted his power. Let me tell you something. I don't, first of all, I don't think Kobe's even being trained by Garp anymore. Like, when we see Kobe and Garp now, post time skip, every time they've been apart. Like, we've only seen them together pre time skip. And that was only once <laughs> back in Enya's lobby. Like, if every time we've seen them after that, they've always been apart. So I'm not sure Garp is even training Kobe anymore, first of all. And then people like to compare it with Rayleigh being trained by Luffy and saying Garp is stronger than Rayleigh, so his training might have done something. Let me tell you something. Rayleigh, when he trained Luffy, Luffy was already strong. Luffy has been trained. People have to realize Luffy has been training since he was a kid. Since he was like, what? How old was he during that flashback? Like 10 years old or something? He's probably before he even set on his on his journey. He probably had like six, seven years worth, six, seven years worth of training. He already had been trained by Garp. Remember all those flashbacks of Garp putting him in these dangerous ass situations to try and toughen him up? Yeah, he been going. He was been going through that shit. He was fighting with A's and Sabo and training with them. He's been training since he was a kid. So Luffy already had the physical stats to put him on on par with some of these warlords. He was already being able to tangle with Crocodile before he had gears. He was fucking up Moria with gears. You know, he was already at that level where he could tangle with the warlords. It's just that he didn't have the hockey factor. Without the hockey is what really made him, made him, was really his downfall, which made it so that he couldn't fight the upper and top tier level characters. When Rayleigh trained Luffy, he took a guy who was already strong and just made him stronger. And he gave him the means to improve his strength throughout time because, you know, hockey blooms in the spirit of battle. So he gave him the means to improve his own strength and he gave him the means to advance his power, develop gear four because of hockey, you know, develop all these different techniques because of his hockey, you know, develop advanced armaments hockey advanced observation hockey he gave him the means to improve his strength but luffy was already strong to begin with with in garp's case with kobe he was taking a weakling and making him strong kobe when we got first introduced to him he was on alvita's ship alvita is fucking fodder kobe at that time was even worse than fodder he would get fucked up by the fodder so garp was taking a weakling and giving him power whereas Rayleigh was taking a strong guy and making him stronger I, I remember hearing this analogy from another anime. I'm not sure which which anime it was, but it was like saying that it it's a lot harder for a level 50 character to get to reach level 100 than it is for a level one to reach a level to reach level 50. So when you're at a lower level, of course your your strength is gonna seem like it's getting get you're getting stronger a lot more quickly because you're at a lower level. The lower levels level up faster it's easier to learn when you get to that higher level it's it's like you you get a lot stronger you you're getting a lot stronger so it becomes a lot harder to improve kobe he probably was starting off at level one and Garp probably trained him up to like level 25 or something but that doesn't mean he's gonna now be able to beat hancock who's like level 70 and you might want to say yeah he was trained by garp garp is really strong so yeah he was trained by a level 99 but at the end of the day, that level 99 still only trained him level to level 25. So he's still not beating that level 70. It doesn't matter. And another thing, like I mentioned before, Hancock has been known, probably knowing hockey. It's not confirmed or anything, but it's just my theory that Hancock has probably been knowing and training her hockey since she was a kid. 
Kobe has only had hockey for two years. Two years. And that's only observation hockey. We don't even know if he knows armament hockey. He's probably not going to get Congress hockey. He only knows observation. And he's only had it for two years. Hancock has been training hers probably for like 20-some years. Like, Kobe is not going to bridge that 20 years worth of experience gap in two years. I'm sorry, but he's not. remember pre-time skip Hancock was fodderizing some of the strongest vice admirals like she was fodderizing Momonga Momonga had to had to save his damn ass by being able to have the wherewithal to stab himself he saved his ass but if it wasn't for that Hancock would have fodderized him listen you saw Doflamingo post time skip fodderizing some of the some of the good vice admirals like Smoker Hancock was doing that pre-time skip and you got to remember this is the One Piece world. People don't reach their primes until like they're in their 50s. Like look at the at the admirals, like people like Akainu, Aokiji. Those guys are in their primes right now. They're they're 50 years old. Big Mom, how old is she? Like 70, 60, 70? Kaido's like what, 60? Like they're at their primes really late in life. The One Piece has a has a has a crazy lifespan. Like these guys don't reach their primes until later on in life. Hancock is only 31. For all we know, she could still be getting stronger. Like Hancock, she I don't think she's reached her prime yet. She can still get stronger. Like I think she can still probably get better in hockey, still train her body to be more more physically capable. She's still getting stronger. Yeah, like the analogy I used earlier, she probably her strength growth is probably gonna be a little tougher than someone like Kobe's. But she that doesn't mean that she's just stagnated in strength. And like I said, she's been doing these impressive feats pre-time skip, like fodderizing these vice admirals. I, Hancock is way above any vice admiral. She was fodderizing dudes like Momonga, and Momonga is known to be one of the stronger vice admirals. And she was fodderizing him. So no vice admiral is going to be able to tangle with her unless they're like Garp or somebody, one of these other stronger guys. It'll take an admiral level character at least to probably take in Boa Hancock. You ain't sending no damn vice admiral after her. And you damn sure aren't sending a fleet admiral after him or after her. I heard people trying to compare, trying to compare um, Kobe to Garp. And they were saying, like, trying to say that your rank doesn't really determine your power in the One Piece world. Let me tell y'all something. That's only true for the Shichibukai. The Shichibukai rank does not determine... Your strength. We look at the Shichibukai, and the 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 difference in strength is very vast within that within that group. Like Mihawk compared to Buggy, like it's not even it's not even comparable. Mihawk is way stronger. Crocodile compared to somebody like Doflamingo, Doflamingo is way stronger. So the Shichibukai system is the only system where you can't use their rank to really gauge their strength. All the other systems. They're very comparable in power. Like, the Yonko? People like to say Big Mom is weak. Big Mom is weak. She's not. Big Mom, from what we've seen, is the same strength as Kaido. Everything we've seen. When they were on the Rocks Pirates together, Kaido was still a pirate in training. Big Mom was a full-fledged pirate. So back then, Big Mom was probably stronger than Kaido. Nowadays, obviously, Kaido has gotten a lot stronger. So nowadays, they're able to clash with each other, but they're still clashing. Big Mom is not losing. 
Same with Shanks, was able to clash with Whitebeard. Like, the only Yonko that's probably maybe a little weaker right now is maybe Blackbeard because he just became a Yonko and he's still building up his strength. But other than that, the Yonkos are still all comparable in strength. Look at the Admirals. The Admirals are all comparable in strength. Akainu and Aokiji fought for 10 days. That is, cr that, that, that is not a big gap in strength. When you look at the Vice Admirals, it's probably... In the Marine system, the Vice Admirals are probably the most diverse in terms of their strength because the group is so large that, of course, you're going to have some that are a little stronger and a little weaker. But when you really look at them, the weakest Vice Admirals are still going to be stronger than the strongest Rear Admirals. Okay? They're not, they didn't just get that rank because, just because. They, they got Vice Admirals because they were strong enough to be Vice Admirals. There's got to be at least a minimum requirement of strength for you to advance in rank. So the Vice Admiral, the weakest one, is still going to be stronger than the, the, the than the strongest Rear Admiral. And Kobe is still a Rear Admiral. So people might want to use that whole thing to say, oh, people can be stronger than their rank. Not really. That 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 really only applies to the Shichibukai system and Garp himself. Because, you know, Garp, he was, he's been strong enough to be Admiral. He's just turned down the position. And you can't say that for Kobe. Kobe hasn't turned down no no position, and he definitely won't turn down a position. If Kobe's whole goal is to become an admiral, he wouldn't turn down a promotion if it was offered to him. He never he never got the offer to be promoted because he's not strong enough to be a vice admiral. If he was, they would have offered him position, and he would have not have turned it down because he wants to become an admiral. So of course he's not going to turn down a promotion. Kobe is rear admiral level. People want to say, oh, he needs this win to, to 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 advance himself in rank. Listen, man, Kobe's not beating Hancock. I'm sorry. He is definitely not. Hancock is way too strong for him. Like I said, pre-time skip Hancock would have her her strength alone was equal to all three of the strongest straw hats. I don't see current Kobe beating all three of the strongest straw hats pre-time skip. I just don't. Like hell no. Um, that's really it for my points on why Kobe wouldn't definitely wouldn't beat Hancock. So basically, just to summarize, like Hancock has advanced, pro well, probably has. I'm not gonna say she definitely does, but seeing as her sisters had showcased advanced armament hockey, Hancock probably has it too. And she probably has advanced observation and maybe some advanced conquerors, but we don't even know what advanced conquerors is yet. So I don't really want to speculate on that. I'm just saying she could have it. So just that alone, just having advanced hockey alone puts you on at least second Yonko command level. Because the first person we've seen showcase advanced hockey, like to to where we knew it was actually advanced hockey that, they were, that was being used was Katakuri. Obviously, people showcased it before, but we didn't know it was advanced hockey at the time. The first person we saw using it that we knew it was advanced hockey was Kadikuri. That's a first Yonko commander. So, I think having advanced hockey and being at the strength level that you're at, where Hancock is at, would obviously put her at, like, second Yonko commander level. It's, it's the physical strength combined with the advanced hockey that will put her at that level. Because we've seen other characters that have advanced hockey, like Mary Gold and Sandra Sonia. They wouldn't be 
Yako commander level just based off the fact that they don't have the physical they don't have the physical uh characteristics you know they don't have the strength they don't have the speed they don't have all that like they have advanced hockey but they still they still lost to luffy and the only reason they the reason why they lost to luffy is because luffy had the the physical advantage on them he was faster he was stronger so hancock with her physical stats i think that alone puts her on at least second yanko commander level I think second Yonko commander level is kind of hard to gauge because we got to we got to see how strong Cracker was. We got to see how strong Katsukuri was, but we didn't get to see how strong Smoothie was. So it's like it, it kind of becomes hard to gauge the three tiers because Smoothie could be closer to Cracker or she could be closer to Katsukuri. We don't know. If we get to actually see how strong she was, it'd be a lot easier to gauge the three the differences in the in the levels, but we didn't get to see that. So yeah, Hancock she probably has advanced hockey. You know, she was fodderizing some of the strongest. Listen, Hancock was fodderizing some of the strongest vice admirals. You think Kobe, a rear admiral, is going to beat somebody who was able to fodderize people who have a rank that's higher than his? No, that's not happening. He would get fodderized e- just as easily. It's not easier than Momonga did, honestly. Like, Kobe is not touching Hancock. He probably doesn't have the speed to even hit her. Like I said, Hancock is very underestimated when it comes to her speed, man. Like she was the way she was blitzing people back in Marine Ford. Like I don't see too many people blitzing like that in the One Piece series. Most of the most of the fighters in One Piece they don't really speed blitz. If you if you really look at it, the only people who really speed blitz in One Piece are is Luffy and and, and guys like Sanji. You know the the little skinny characters. The other characters they don't speed and, and, and Kizaru obviously because you know Kizaru that whole light shit. The other characters, they don't really speed blitz like that. Like, when you look at guys like Whitebeard, he's stationary when he fights. Big Mom is kind of stationary when she fights. Kaido, he's... Well, I can't really say Kaido is stationary because he he damn he pretty damn good speed blitz Luffy when he was in Gear 4. So, can't really say he's stationary. But for most of the, most of the fights we've seen, these guys are kind of stationary. They have... Don't get me wrong. They have good speed. Like, Zoro was able to dodge light speed apparently light speed attacks from kuma you know they have good speed i'm not saying they, they don't have good speed but i'm saying most of the fighters we see in one piece are usually stationary like this the high tiers and the top tiers when they fight they they usually stationary you know like i said doflamingo most of his impressive speed came from when he was flying when he was on the ground he wasn't really that impressive with speed maybe his reaction speed but not his movement speed like he was yeah he was able to some of Luffy's gear two punches and uh, gear three punches but that was you know was whatever when he was in the air is when he really showcased his real speed you know he was able to blitz law in the air he was able to blitz all these people in the air that was that was some good ass speed right there you know him being able to cut that meteor right when it was coming down that was some good reaction speed as well but I think Hancock the way she was blitzing those fodder at Marine Ford was pretty damn impressive honestly I think that along with the fact that she was able to he, she was able to hit Smoker pre-time skip when Smoker wasn't even able to react. Like, this is the same Smoker that was pinning down pre-time skip Luffy, who had gear second. And Smoker was pinning him down, and Luffy wasn't able to Luffy wasn't able to react to his movements. This same this same Smoker couldn't react to Hancock's kick. She didn't, he wasn't able to see her kick coming. So Hancock is pretty fast, and that was just an easy kick. Like, that wasn't even like one of her more powerful attacks. If she wants to go faster, she probably can. 
Obviously, we haven't gotten a full scope of Hancock's powers, and I really think that's kind of more Oda's fault, if not, if anything, because, you know, he really doesn't really flesh out his female characters when it comes to a power standpoint. You know, he likes to just leave them in the dust, give all the feats to the male characters. Like, I think that's even one of the reasons why people think Big Mom is weak, is because, you know, Oda doesn't really give his female characters too much feats. So I, I think Hancock really, really is greatly underestimated. I think she's honestly one of the stronger Shichibukai. She has... If you ask me, I think that she's on par with Doflamingo. I wouldn't say she's definitively stronger than him. I think she's on par. But if we get to see her with advanced hockey and, and some better feats, I would definitely say she's stronger than him. So that's pretty much it for like why I think Kobe is definitely not beating her. Like Kobe, Kobe doesn't stand a chance against Hancock. But moving on to the theory portion of this video is that I think I know who is going to be fighting Hancock. During the time skip, if you guys remember, there was two, two people who were candidates to become admirals, but they didn't become admirals because, you know, Green Bull and Fujitora ended up being the ones to get those positions. That was, um, what's her name? Gion and Toki, Toki Kake. The female Gion and the male Toki Kake. They were both candidates to become admirals. Right now they're vice admirals. But they were both candidates to become admirals. So they might have the rank of vice admiral, but just like Garp, they're way stronger than vice admiral. These, these two are not to be underestimated. They have strength comparable to an admiral. If not, maybe a little weaker, because obviously they didn't get the position, Fujitora and Greenbull did. So they might be a little weaker than admirals, but they were, they were, they were in the running to get those positions. So they're way stronger than any of the vice admirals that we've seen up to this point or else they would not have been in the running to become admirals. They are admiral level fighters. And even if they were a little bit under admiral level, they'd probably still be like first Yonko, maybe second Yonko commander level. That's higher than I would put Hancock. So these two are most likely stronger than Hancock, Do Flamingo, and some of these um, uh, 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 Shichibukai that we've been seeing. Now, if you ask me, I think the female, Gion, is going to be the one to fight Hancock. I think... Obviously, because of the nature of her powers, they probably sent the female to go and fight her. Now, I think this will be a really good fight. Like, Gion versus Hancock, we might get to see her powers. I think her, her name means, like, the, the pink rabbit or something. Like, it's, a, you know, just like how all the other admirals have, like, a, a name that corresponds to an animal. She's, like, the pink rabbit. So, that just, that, and that as well, the fact that she has one of those epithets, that goes to show you that. She she's she's definitely admiral level. They don't give those they don't give those type of names to just anybody. So I think definitely she's without a doubt strong strong enough. And I think she's probably stronger than Hancock. I think if anybody's gonna defeat Hancock, it's gonna be her. And it'll be it'll make a lot more sense story wise for her to beat Hancock because this will be like basically Oda introducing us to these characters. We got to see them before when they were they were at the Reverie talking to Garp. But it'll be a really good chance for Oda to introduce these guys and show like their powers, how strong they are. So I think she definitely has the potential to beat Hancock. And not not only that, but they're gonna have uh, Vegas Punk's new new weapons with them as well. The weapons that he developed to replace the Shichibukai system, they're probably gonna have those weapons with them. So if not she if not for she's already probably stronger than Hancock, 
with the addition of those weapons, I do see Hancock being defeated. I see either A, Hancock will be defeated and captured, or B, she might win the fight, but she'll be injured, and then maybe Kobe, when Hancock is injured and Kobe's injured from his fight as well, might have a little conversation and she might find out that Luffy's in Wano and is in trouble, and then I think that might lead to Hancock meeting back up with Luffy. So I, I think it's either A, she'll be defeated and captured by Guillaume, or she might meet back up with Luffy. But I don't, she's definitely not being beaten by Kobe. And I think Toki, Toki Kake, my theory for him is I think he'll probably end up fighting, be the one to fight Weeble. I think he'll either fight Weeble or he'll fight Mihawk. And whoever he doesn't fight, the other guy, will, whoever he doesn't fight will have to fight Green Bull. So if Toki Kake fights Weeble, then I think Green Bull will be fighting Mihawk. If Toki Kake fights Mihawk, Green Bull will be fighting Weeble. I think most likely he's going to fight Weeble and Green Bull will fight Mihawk. And I think both of those fights will be pretty impressive. If Oda decides to show them, which he probably won't. Because, <laughs> you know, Oda, he doesn't like to show fights that we like to see. But, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think Kobe's going to be fighting them. Now, what I will say for Kobe, I think a, a, a good way to for Kobe to show his power, maybe have him beat Sandersonia. Or have him beat Marigold, you know, the way that Luffy did? How Luffy beat both of them pre-time skip? Luffy, that was a pretty impressive. Like, though, Marigold and Sandersonia are pretty damn strong. Luffy had to go Gear 2nd to beat them. Gear 2nd was, it, it was stronger than, well, I wouldn't, yeah, it was stronger than Rob Luffy. It was stronger than, well, that, that, that version of Gear 2nd that he used against them was stronger than Rob Luffy. It was stronger than Crocodile, you know? It was stronger than a lot of these, it was stronger than NL. Pre-time skip. It was stronger than all these characters pre-time skip. You don't know how strong all these characters are post-time skip. But pre-time skip, he was stronger than all those guys with that with that gear second. Especially when from when he added landed on in Amazon Lily. Because at that point he had, you know, he had gone through a lot. His, his strength had greatly increased. So Sanders Sonia and Marigold are impressive characters, man. They're strong. They even have advanced hockey themselves. Have Kobe beat one or maybe both of them. That'll still be impressive, man. That'll still probably be enough to put him on Vice Admiral level. I think Sandersonia and Marigold are probably stronger than just about any Vice Admiral. So I think he 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 will definitely, if he could beat them, that'll put him on Vice Admiral level. But he's not beating Hancock. Hancock is near Admiral level. Near Admiral level. She's not at Admiral level. Like I said, she's probably second Yonko Commander level. But she, that's pretty damn close to Admiral level. Like, I think Hancock has just been greatly underestimated. And I I just wanted to bring this video to kind of, you know, give her give her some more some more some more hype, you know. People just sleep on Hancock way too much, man. And it's kinda pissed me off a little bit. So that's gonna be it for this, guys. Feel free to disagree with me. Like I said, everything I said I've stated in this video has been, you know, just kind of speculation on my part. Most of what I said hasn't been really proven, but I just, I have a very strong feeling about it. You know, like I said, Hancock isn't the best when it comes to the feet standpoint. So a lot of what you say about her has to be speculation. Because if we, listen, if we just go on basically on feats alone, shit, Hancock is probably the strongest character in the series. Because she hasn't taken any goddamn damage from anybody. That's for damn sure. So, you know, just looking at everything that we have seen... And some of the some of the speculation that can be made about you know her hockey levels 
and how long she's been training, how much experience she probably has with hockey, probably 20 plus years with hockey. It's like Hancock is definitely a powerful character. And I think she's definitely on par with Do Flamingo. The only knock I can put against her is her durability because we have absolutely no gauge of durability. Once we see her in a fight and see how durable she is, then she could definitely be stronger than Doflamingo. The only reason I say Doflamingo is stronger than her, or not stronger than her, where she's on par with Doflamingo is because Doflamingo's durability is absolutely insane. When it comes to speed, I don't see how I don't see how Doflamingo is faster than Hancock. I don't really see how Hancock is faster than Doflamingo either. I think they're about the same level when it comes to speed. When it comes to physical strength, I think they're about the same level, but Hancock has the better hockey, so that will probably make her a little stronger than Doflamingo as well. And when it comes to the powers, I think Hancock definitely has the better ability. She could definitely potentially one-shot Doflamingo if she can get an attack off. So I think Hancock definitely definitely has the, the showings to put her on Doflamingo's level and above. So if you guys disagree with me, make uh, comments are absolutely welcome. I would love to debate some people in the comments. You know, I'm not, I'm not, a, I would never claim to be a debater. I'm not a debate type of guy, you know, but shit, I, I, I would love to defend against you guys who disagree with me. So be sure to leave some comments, you know, interact and, you know, just keep everything civil. Don't, don't get too crazy. So thank you guys for listening and watching and uh, I'll see you all in my next video.